Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you. This great day, another great day in the life of our life. <laughs> Does that make a lot of sense? In the life of our life? It's just a great day to live, even though sometimes we think the world's going to pot because, boy, I tell you what, some of the decisions being made are not real good. And God has not been in the middle of it all. I was very pleased when I listened to an interview by the Miami Dolphins quarterback a couple weeks ago. His name is Tua. I can't even say his last name, but he's number one for the Miami Dolphins. He got up, and the first thing he said to the the lady interviewing him, I just want to give all praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whom I live for. And uh, it was so touching to see someone stand on a platform, and first off and foremost, give honor and praise to Jesus. You know, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 4, uh, verse 9 and 12 says, Two are better than one, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Sometimes at weddings, we have there's these cords. The bride brings a cord, and the groom brings a cord, and then on this little table, there's another cord around the unity candle that stands for the Lord, and they tie those three cords together, and they become one, and they're stronger because the three of them, it's hard to break. And you know what? In our lives, that's what we need to live. We need to live with the Spirit of the living God in our lives because He will give us strength to overcome all those things that we run across. Our Heavenly Father, we need your strength today. We need your power from above. We need you in a wonderful and mighty way. And today, Lord, speak to our hearts, speak to our mind, lead us, guide us, open up doors for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I was telling you, I was sharing yesterday and today about the Leader's Heart, a John Maxwell devotional book that I've been reading, and I just pulled a couple of those out to try to take some things from because they have some valuable tools for each of us to live. We have the Word of God, which is the most valuable tool, but we have also there's works of people that are of God trying to draw people closer to God that share things. And one of them was, is about in our lives, we need each other. You know, I think he titled this chapter, Don't Try to Fly Solo. You know, sometimes we try to do things all on our own. We need each other. That's why the body of Christ is so important. That's why your church family is so important. That's why it was fun the other day when we had the pastor's uh, golf tournament because we got to see all those pastors come together. They all are in charge of flocks around, and they all need each other to help each other. You know, I could not run a church without the people. I can just get up front and, oh, I could dictate and say all sorts of things, but I need people. I need people to step up to the plate. I need every member to do their part to help reach the lost for Jesus. You know, recently we had a Friends Day where we bring in, uh, we have a great feast and we bring in games for the kids, uh, inflatables, and then we and have an evangelical message and we just try to help people see Jesus and know Jesus and folks. That's what it's about, but we need each other. You know, as much as we admire solo achievement, the truth is that no lone individual has done anything of value. Frontiersman Daniel Boone and, and companions from the Transylvania Company, as he blazed the wilderness road, Sheriff Wyatt Earp and his brothers and Doc Holliday looked for him. Aviator Charles Lindbergh 
had the backing of nine businessmen from St. Louis and the service of Ryan Aeronautical Company, who built his plane. Even scientist Albert Einstein didn't work in a vacuum. He had people around who would help him. You know, the history of America is marked by the accomplishments of many strong leaders and innovative individuals who took great risk. But those people always were part of teams. Everybody was a part of team. It's just like in sports. You can have the greatest player on the planet on your team, but not win the championship. You may, back in Pistol Pete's days, basketball, he played for LSU. They were, he averaged 43 points a basketball game, the most ever averaged by a college kid in college sports. And he was phenomenal. But you know what? Didn't have the championships behind him. He had the numbers himself. You have to have a team. You want to have, you want to be successful. You want to win championships. You have a team. The championships that I've won in coaching sports, we had really solid teams. They all cared for each other. They all weren't concerned about themselves. They were concerned about the team. And so they were able to win. They came together uh, to win. And that's where you get a, you coach a sport and you get a team that just has a bunch of individuals. And you know what? You're going to see failure because they need to work as a team. And I think it's so very important that we know that and we, uh, we put our trust and our faith in God to lead us to be a team, to lead others to Christ. A lot of people have a number of teams in their church. They call them small groups or uh, care groups or whatever you want to call them. They meet together in homes. My daughter leads one for her church, and we have one. I don't lead it, but I'm in one in our church, and my friend John, he leads it, and and we're going to be studying the book of Ephesians here coming in September. And But we meet, we care for each other, we love each other, we're there trying to encourage each other, and that's exactly what we need to be doing. And I know that God knows our hearts and He knows our intent. Well, anyway, we don't want to fly solo. There's a Chinese proverb that states that behind an able man, there are always other able men. The truth that teamwork is at the heart of a great achievement. One is too small a number to achieve greatness. You cannot do anything of real value alone. We truly need each other. And you know what? You need your neighborhood. You need your families. I imagine many of you rely on your husbands, your wives, your children to help you in life. I'm so grateful for my my children and my, my life and my friends that they have helped me so much i get encouraged when my daughter calls me my daughter recently got a new job which is awesome she had a great old job and i hated to see her leave it because i love the people there which i will still go down and visit but but now she's uh working for a company called dairy west which i'm really really excited about and she is uh she's so excited about it. she called me yesterday and just told me how excited she was and that she thinks she'll be at this job a long, long time and how kind the people were and uh, and her responsibilities. And so it's just very fun to watch those things happen. But she has to she needs her team. She has a team there she's going to be working with. She's going to be part of a team. She made it sound like we have a great team that's there that is going to put together some great programs. And that's the same thing. With uh, you and your job or your workplace or your neighborhood, have a team. Don't fly solo. You fly solo, you know, you're going to do it all yourself. And that sometimes in church, one of the big failures is for pastors 
is, and I was bad at it during a certain time, is we don't delegate. We don't delegate responsibilities. We take on all responsibilities all by ourselves, and we should not be doing that. We need to count on God, count on others, and, and be there, and let them help us to be a part of that. If I, if I could go back 30 years and do things over again, I would delegate more. I would learn and study about how to best delegate. And, you know, you guys listening today, there's things in your life you can delegate. Maybe it's in your home. Maybe there's responsibility that, Mom and Dad, you're doing all the work, but you're not delegating anything to those the others that are in your household. Maybe it's time to start delegating some responsibility. You know, remember what the Bible said in Ecclesiastes, two are better than one, and threefold cord is not quickly broken. You know, you have three together, it's going to be hard to break. You know, so we we need that comfort. We need that. We need to learn real values. We need to wor- uh, learn the idea of teamwork. I remember a, a cheer growing up, something like this, teamwork's the password for every game. Onward to victory, fight for our fame, or something to that nature. I might have missed or said a word wrong. You know, teamwork is the password for every game. That's how it started off. And teamwork is a password for every game. The Bible, teamwork is a password for every game. The disciples were a team. The disciples followed Jesus. They learned from the master, and they went out as a team and helped change the world. The world was changed because the Holy Spirit moving through the lives of the disciple and disciples and following Jesus. And then when Jesus left this earth, they were able to continue on. And usually they went out several times in bunches and twos and threes and, and shared. And then Paul went on these missionary journeys. But you always hear about people that are helping him on these missionary journeys. So the question is, who do you have helping you in your life? Who are you teaming up with? And remember in Corinthians, it says chapter 6, I think 2 Corinthians, don't be teamed with those who don't love the Lord. Don't be teamed with those that that want to live inappropriate lives. Be teamed with those that have the purpose, that want to serve Jesus, that want to walk in the light of God. People, find friends that will uplift you spiritually. That's why the church body is so important. I tell you often, find a good church home if you do not have one. Don't put it off. Find a good church home. There are so many great churches just in the Treasure Valley alone. And you know what? Hopefully they would welcome you with open arms. And if they don't, I promise you, if you come to visit me or at our church, we're going to welcome you. We want people to know Jesus and to be a part of the team that are reaching people for Jesus. Let's just not sit back and watch the world go to hell so fast as so many believe it is now because of so many people are turning their eyes away from God onto the world and giving in to the world's and the society's ideas. It is time to stand up for truth, stand up for the Word of God, allow God to work, allow God to take you to new heights spiritually, grow in Him daily, listen to His Word, read His Word, spend time with Him. God wants to use every one of us. I want to be used by God. I want to be used more by God. Lord, help me. I've been trying to come up with creative ways to share things uh, out in the world. I just want to be used by God, and I want you to be used by God. Let's not fly solo. Let's fly with each other. 
and allow the Spirit of God to take us to new heights. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.